Welcome, everyone, to the Turkey edition of Sis and Big Pops Culture, episode 45. I am Todd Turner, a.k.a. Big Pops, and as always... Hi, sweet friends. I'm Hannah Jo, a.k.a. Sis, and together we're an adult daughter and father duo. We dive dive into all things geek, nerd, and fandom. Every episode is family-friendly. Gobble, gobble, so gobble. Listen, yeah, it's funny because when I applied, when I had to apply for being on certain podcasting uh, platforms, they yes. have to say, is this, I don't remember the options, but one of them was timely. And I had to say that ours was timely because what does we timely do speak. Mean? It means like news because there's things that we talk about that is like moderately timely. A, a moderately timely. Yeah. I mean, you All could those. still listen to this and it's not. Like you can exactly. listen to this a year from now and still be like, "Oh, I that got resolved oh, in that way." This sis and big pops is fantastic. Actually, this we is- do do that because we we actually um, go back because some of the things we talk about in the news come to be and it's come really to be cool and then to we go back yeah like we watched right, Red Sweet Tooth because Sweet then, Tooth was coming bam. out as a as a TV show and then it came out as a TV show and was like good. Uh, it was really good. You really and liked you it. RDJ, I I, I know. Go ahead, Hannah. What's okay, the yeah. lowdown? So, friends, welcome to our podcast. What we're going to do today is we're going to chat about some nerd news, the things that Dad and I nerd find news. interesting. Um, we're in no way reporters. Uh, this is just stuff we find on the internet that no. we think is fun to talk about. We are um, not. We are not reporters. Um, we talk about what we've been watching or binging. Um, we talk about Pop's pull list. If you don't know what those words mean, don't worry. We'll get there um, and explain it to you. We also review a movie and a comic. Today we are reviewing Red Notice, the new Netflix movie, and um, Donny Cates, the first volume of Donny Cates' Venom run. Yes, that's right. As our so let's just comic. dive in because you say we dive in. I'm diving in. I'm in. That's a Stephen Curtis Chapman song. If y'all don't know who that is, that was on the summer. Hannah, season. yes, live from the newsroom in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Hannah Turner, take it away. Take it away. <laughs> um, Black Panther has stopped production for the rest of the year. Why, Corbin? Um, Wright, the actress who plays Shuri. Yes. Um, she got was she was in a stunt, got a concussion and a fractured shoulder, and was injured more than they thought she was. Oh, and that's so a bummer. they're taking what off until the first of the year. People getting hurt doing stuff. I mean, that's just crazy pants. I, yeah. Listen, I painted the ceiling yesterday, and I need to take off the rest of the year. My shoulder's <laughs> killing me. I'm like, you know, my neck. I like stared at the ceiling for an hour and a half. I need to take the year off too. That is, they are not recasting What's-His-Face. They're not? Uh, okay. No, Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Flat out. Which, now let's just dive into this because you and I talked about this briefly mm. right before we started. Yeah. All the rumor is that they've recast Captain Re- Marvel yeah, that they recast and Brie Larson out. They I didn't. it's baloney. It's, Cursory it's Google the voice search. actor. Yeah, it's just voice a voice actor. actor. And okay. they did that for more than Brie Larson. Like, they got yeah. a new person to be Robert Downey Jr., to be Iron Man, to be Captain America. And Drax. To be course, Drax. At that, point, be, at that point, uh, Holland. What's his face? What's his face, Drax? Oh, yeah. He, Dave Batista was Dave Batista, Batista was mad at 
Yeah, was mad at Disney. Anyway. But because of James. Listen, Cameron. we're going to get a movie called The Marvels, and it's going to, or a show, and it's going to deal with. It's going to deal with that Kamala Khan, which is going to be dope. We, which we read the first um, and it's phenomenal. And um, Monica Rambo, which is the daughter of the pilot who was best friends with Brie Larson before she came. Yes, and who actually was the first Miss Marvel in the Captain Marvel in the comic book. Yes, because we knew that. Well, we knew that. I I knew this. I collected that. I got that. I bought that. Showed it to me. You were like, look at her. Yeah. Look at how I cool love she looks. Too. Yeah, she's cool she's outfit. got her hands out like this, and, and I love ooh, the afro. auditory medium. Her hands like up above her head. She's got this afro. She's got like American woman. She's got like it was eighties flowy. Like oh, yeah. it was dope. So anyway, don't believe everything because real investigative journalists aren't just clickbaity. Yes, <laughs> this, this is Hannah Hannah and Todd Turner, real investigative journalists. Now this is real. Okay, this is important. Tell do you us. Know we're going to the. Do you know we're going to supposed to be landing on the moon again? Who? Uh, us? The, um, the America world? or Amazon? <laughs> do, you, do, Amazon. You, do you get my question there? I do get your is question. Is it America the only or is I it know it? this. Listen, I don't know this because. Like Snoopy is going funny. or something like that. Yes! Snoopy is going to be aboard Artemis One as the zero gravitational thing. I don't know. They're going to like see how gravity affects. A stuffed animal. (laughs) On, uh, I'm sure it'll be more than just a stuffed animal. I need you to know. Animal. I didn't click on it. I saw that, but I was like, "This is a joke." No, it's true. But it's real life. That, but we have the first person of color and the first woman that are supposedly supposed to land on the moon. That's dope. And this is a precursor to that. Snoopy's in space. Snoopy in space. We love to see it because uh, I was listening to the Snoopy Linus Christmas songs today. Yeah, and I, going through the drive-through at Raising Canes, I didn't realize that they were it's Snoopy, all Snoopy themed. I, had, Dad, I need you to know I had did Snoop know this. Snoop Dogg, yes, Snoop Dogg and Snoopy. I love this. You I love this it because you love canes. I go, I eat canes for dinner every Sunday night. This is not. We we are not a paid advertisement. But if you me. would like to pay me to advertise, I will. Canes is like on the top of the list of things I will say. Why this would is they pay the you? Because you're talking about it right now. Oh, well, never, they're subpar then, I guess. <laughs> they're not subpar. <laughs> they're not. They're, it's delicious. Um, this was got? a piece of news I saw and thought about you, um, that the Star Wars franchise is returning to Dark Horse Comics in 2020, too. Really? Yeah. That's weird, because the, I, I wonder why they're doing that. Something because about an have- anthology. Like, they want to have, like, a bunch of different... Okay. Gotcha. Lucasfilm wants a bunch of different types of products from I don't know because yeah because they it got pulled when Disney bought it. Well, because Marvel mm-hmm. is owned by Disney and yeah, I mean they still own Star Wars. I wonder that's just that's interesting. I um, think it's to diversify and like hey we're only gonna, we're going to do certain types of stories in this place. The article that I read about it was confusing. Well, they don't like to do rated R type stuff, but there's never been a rated R Star Wars property. Um, I mean, which is I don't know because um, this really is binging, but not binging. But I've been, I, I downloaded um, on the Kindle app. Mm. If you have Amazon Prime, you can do this. The first six issues of the Darth Vader series that cool. came out a couple years ago, and it is awesome. 
It's really, really good. Is it by Dark Horse? No, it's by Marvel. See, when Marvel took over, they put out new Star Wars comics. And I have the first issue. And then the guy who's supposed to get my – we just missed a couple. And so I just never went back and got them. I just decided not to get them. Mm. But um, I really enjoyed it. And speaking of, like, properties owned by Disney, Mm -hmm. they have a Predator show. I heard about the Predator show coming out. Like people are and excited an alien about it. show. Okay, so Alien is being done because they both brought the rights to those. Right, mm-hmm. we talked about that a while ago. I'm just saying, so, an Alien ride at like MGM Hollywood Studios mm-hmm. would be, be sick. Awesome. Be scary. It'd be sick. I mean, well, here's the deal: they're not going to be on Disney Plus. The, they're not. Uh, what are they going to Hulu? Predator, the Predator show is going to be on Hulu, and Alien is being uh, done is being uh, done by FX. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. It'll be well. FX put stuff on Hulu. But isn't that twentieth? Isn't that twentieth century Fox? FX is Fox, which is owned by Disney. Well, didn't they buy right? Man, Disney. We're all going to live in the United States of Disney eventually. <laughs> Disney will own everything. <laughs> Then they'll freeze each one of us when we pass so that they can bring us back alive. <laughs> no, I don't want it. Yeah, I don't, I want, don't it want it. I don't want it either. So, um, yeah. Did you see the new Spider- Spider-Man No Way Home trailer? I did. I did see it. I don't. Um, do you think that that is Doctor Strange? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think it's Doctor Strange. You think it is? I thought it was funny that they mentioned a Warner Brothers character in a uh, Disney uh, what Scooby Doo? This he said. Let's screw Scooby Doo. This Scooby Doo. This whatever. Yeah, and uh, which was funny. And Will you I, please Scooby Doo this. My yes. favorite is they brought back the "That's not your name" joke. I'm oh, Doctor the <laughs> Doc. Well, I think they're making fun of Doctor Otto Octavius. Like, really, you're an octopus. You have eight Otto. Octavius. Well, it's you're like eight. oh, we're oh, we're using our we're using our fake names. Well, I'm Spider-Man. Oh, you think that's what it was? I, I thought think, they were just saying how ridiculous it is that oh, that's his name. Well, regardless, it was still a funny joke. You know, again, that's a trope, but it wasn't a trope because it was, <laughs> when it first came out, it was the OG original. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah. So. Man, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if, I don't know about Doctor Strange. I do. I don't know I about him. Doctor Strange. I don't know about him, Dad. I don't I think, know about I think him. Spider Man stole a. Uh, I don't think the way it looks to me, like in the trailer, like maybe Doctor Sh- that Peter Parker stole the spell and tried it and screwed it up, and now Doctor Strange has to try to fix it, which is what that's. And the issue is they all die. You know, did you mention, did you hear that? Like all these people die. That's their, that's what they do. That's they their fate. That's their fate. Yeah. Man. And then, I don't know. I don't know about it. I, you know, I'm going to see it. You know, I'm oh, going to yeah. see it. It's, it's in December. Yeah. So it's right before Christmas. I have a list of movies. I do too. There's a bunch. There's a bunch coming out. I'm you stoked about it. more news? I know that's the last. Oh, I have one more piece. A Baymax cartoon coming to Disney+. Plus. Oh, that'd be fun. And it's like actual Baymax, like Which in him, in like the, doing things with people. Marvel, in the Marvel universe. <laughs> it's like him dad, like doing things. Do you remember the dad of yeah, the rich guy Stan with Lee. Stan Lee? Isn't that Hysterical. Hilarious? Yeah. I would love to see Baymax look so fun. Bayma- it's Baymax exclamation mark. Baymax. 
It's oh, coming. So it's, it's coming two summer. Two Baymaxes? No, it's just one. It's just ex- oh, okay. Baymax exclamation mark. And it's him like helping people. Like there was this girl. Oh. <laughs> it's this girl in <laughs> It just like it's the ant, and she falls and hurts her leg, and he's like, "You need to do this. Don't worry, I will run the waddle over to a I will, I will run the store. I will be in charge of the shop." (laughs) That sounds fun. And it's like him like pushing really slowly on caramel syrup, and like can't get the lid on top, and he's just walking up like waddling. He's like, "Is it like a series of shorts?" Yeah, except I think it's like like an actual TV show. Mm -hmm. But like a TV show, like I think it's going to be like twenty thirty minutes long. Oh, gosh. I don't know if they could pull that off 20, 30 minutes, me watching somebody try to put caramel syrup on an ice well, cream. Well, I think it's going to be more, like, nuanced than that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I've got just a couple more things. Okay, I, bring I don't it on. I spend a whole lot of time on them. But, okay. Um, I'm done. That's it for me. Scarlett Johansson. Is doing an unspecified Marvel, Marvel right? thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they casted a woman as Poison Ivy. I saw that. Woman. I, that looks, I love Poison Ivy. Um, so Warner brothers has come out with a game on like PlayStation or Xbox or something called mm. multi versus multi versus. So it's like a two versus two V two, uh, fighting game or a player game where here are the characters that are in it. Mm-hmm. Like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn, Shaggy, Bugs Bunny. Uh, what's the girl? The Stark from uh, Game of Thrones. Our, our, the Arya. Maisie Williams' character. Yeah. Arya Stark. Tom and Jerry. Jake the dog. Finn Jake the, the dog. Jake Steven the dog. Universe. So the cool thing is, is that they're all voiced by those people. That by the voice people? Them. Oh, that's so fun. Kevin Conroy is, is Jake Batman. Jake the dog and Joe Finn DiMaggio. Jer- uh, Jeremy Shada. Maisie Williams. That's so Tara fun. Strong as Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's so cool. That's fun. Yeah. And I wanted you to bring this in. Nickelodeon has two new animated series they're putting out. Okay. And they look really cool. Aww. The first one is called Max and the Midnights. I may be saying that wrong. Max and the Midnights. So this is from a book series, and this is about a 10-year-old girl who – lives in a fantastical medieval place and she it's Dope. her it is her trying to become a knight with all of her friends oh, fun. so so it's going to be you know pushing the, the society norms and all that kind of stuff but yeah that looks cool okay. and then they have a new one coming out called paper rock scissors or rock paper scissors <laughs> okay and it's three friends paper is basically the moral compass no, Rock is like the moral compass because he's oh, a rock. Steady. Guy. I'm with you. Paper is the brains, the inventor of the whole thing. And Scissors is like the cool wannabe guy who's always getting them into trouble. He's like, smash. I guess so. So love it looks it. fun. That's People fun. Oh, I like that. Man, you know yeah. we love a cartoon in this house. I had so much more. And Karen Gillan is making is going to be in an animated Disney. Karen Gillan is in a new Netflix show I haven't seen yet. It's in a Netflix movie where she's like an assassin. Oh, Yes, I saw that, but I haven't watched it. I haven't watched I, but it. But she's going to be a Disney animated musical. Man, yeah. I love Karen Gillan. Rona, who lives such a by good the actress. river. Danny Elfman's doing some of the music. That's awesome. Sick. I know. I know. No kidding. Man. A lot of news. I just didn't want to spend Well, it's been a minute since we've done this, so that makes sense. Well, this is only going back three or four days. So. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. you know more things than there me. You go. I, it's because I'm just in the nerd verse, yo. 
Hannah. Yes. What are you binging? Okay. So again, it's been a minute. So some things. Um, Trev and I have started watching Daredevil because hey, he's never seen, seen it. it. Have um, you seen it? I've seen the first season and that's it. Okay. Did, oh, yeah. The 15 minute fight scene that never, uh, that um, is just one camera. Never. Oh, so good. With the, no yeah, cuts. we just in finished that one. We just in finished that episode. I'm like, this is sick. And it's just like one camera going. So good. Yeah. So this is uh that's so it's good. Imprim- it's it's, it's for, for grownups on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Um, I watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Gotcha. It's a movie. I it's on watched HBO Max. I'm guessing. Uh, Amazon. I don't know. Amazon. That's rated R. That is a yeah. rated R movie. These are the two grown-uppy things I watched. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I watched um the making of Frozen Two into the Unknown. The six-part miniseries on Disney Plus. Wow, what do you think about that? I it's the it's the fourth or fifth time I've seen it. It's one of my favorite things to watch. Gotcha. It's so good. It's so good, and they go. So is this like it shows you the animation and the storyboarding Mm -hmm. and um, all that kind of stuff? It takes like twelve months out, and like what they do twelve months up to the movie. Talking about the music and all that kind of stuff. The the music, how things are animated, how things were cut, added. Um, How long is each episode? About thirty to fifty minutes, depending. Gotcha. Okay. It's like the making of the Mandalorian. Okay, yeah. And so they have like talking heads, but they also follow like random, like random people, like like lower level animators to people who are composers. How would you like that to be your? uh, Well, uh, I mean, you're a lower level animator. Like, I'm not trying to be a turd. It's just how can you level up? Is it like a video game? Can you level up? Yeah, you level up. But it was I don't. I'm I'm not. I get you. I totally understand. You are not being mean at all. No, I understand. And yeah. you got to see a bunch of people do Listen, all of their jobs and how it all works the, together. And man, I think that's that really that cool. Puts, the people that puts the hair on the reindeer is just as important as the person who sings the song. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Anyway, but each person has a job mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What else so did that I was watch? What that's what you've done, huh? Oh, uh, I, Ghostbusters. The OG one? We watched the new Ghostbusters. We watched Ghostbusters the Afterlife. The new movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was really good. Oh, well, good. Have you seen the other two? The the original two? I saw the original, and then I saw the new one with the girls. Oh. And then I saw this one. But you didn't one. see the second one. I didn't see the second Ghostbusters. I didn't like the second Ghostbuster. I thought it was really weird. I loved this movie. Okay. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Better than the one with the girls? Was so much better than the one with the girls. I got like you. ten times better. I, I really like girls. Really tried hard to be a sick uh, comedy. Like a, that's all they wanted it to be. It was not. I mean, it, it was okay. It, yeah, it was this one I really really liked. I liked that they let the kids be like kids. Listen, it's they're pulling off the Stranger Things thing. It really worked it's in the movie. I know it really worked, and it was like really it was like actually fun to watch. And Good. man. Those jump scares, they got me good. Are you ready for they this? They got me good, yes. The guy who directed this movie, his dad directed the first Ghostbusters Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I like that. Jason Reitman and Ivan Reitman. Yeah, sure enough. I watched a, uh, a video, really a, cool. um, an interview with um, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and um, uh, I had his name until I started talking. Um, the other surviving um, 
Ghostbuster from the first movie. They talked about how they decided all to come back together because this was um, uh, this was the right time. And no, it and it actually like really like really was like it genuinely was like sweet. The ending of it was like very like sweet, and you could man. I don't know. I just I really really I don't want to spoil it. I really enjoyed it. Gotcha. Well, good. I want to watch it. Ernie Hudson. His name's Ernie Hudson. That's the guy who played the guy with the glasses and the curly hair. No, that is the one who's no longer living. His name was Harold Ramis. Yeah. He's the granddad. They called, yeah. So at the very end, at the, like at the very end of the movie, it said for Harry. It was really, it was, yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah. It was really sweet. That's good. And like, it was. A good, it was a good homage. In good my opinion. homage to him. Yeah, good. That's awesome. I yeah. want to see it. I, I enjoyed it. I would I encourage you to watch it. Yet. Man, Eternals was good too. No, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> I may just well, go this thing while we're in Nashville and go see eighteen <laughs> movies. I'm, I'm, I'll sit right next to you. Me and my Regal All right, Pass. Good. All right. Are you ready for what I watched? Yes. So, kids wise, mm. the Olaf presents. <laughs> came out and I watched all of them in 15 minutes. You texted me minutes. You texted me and were like, Hannah, these are awesome. I haven't seen them yet. So funny. So Olaf just reenacts. He does the entire plot of a famous Disney movie in three and a half minutes. Literally the intro and the credits is longer than the short. Can you tell me why? This was something that I wanted to bring. Cause I remember you saying that you liked that in, um, the like s- s- documentary for the making of Frozen, that sequence wasn't originally in the script. It was like oh, it was like six months before before gotcha. it premiered that that was even included into the movie. It's just, I love it that because I mean, so many people were confused. He was so funny, it and it's hysterical. Watch. It's literally one of the funniest parts of the movie. The thing about it is, is uh, so here's the deal: you can go and you can watch episode one and episode two. Or, I didn't know this, you can go to the very end, they have them all together. You can watch them all <laughs> instead of just having to go through I'm each doing one. that. Right when we're finished, I'm doing that. That's so funny. I have also binge, I literally binge watched um, hey. Raised by Wolves on HBO Max. I've heard of, is, that, the, is it, that where the girl is like an alien? Okay, so here's the deal. And there are. This is like season one, and it came out probably a couple years ago or a year ago. Is that and where she's only? Oh, I'm getting. She's to a it. robot. She's a robot. So I started there are watching eight the f- episodes, yep. and I got through the first six, and I started the seventh, and I was uncomfortable, and I turned it off. I turned it off after the first episode. It's weird. So it's post. It's post apocalyptic. Um, the robots were destroying mankind. There's a big deal between atheists and these people who are religious, like Mithraic yeah. is what they're called. Like take religion and make it the worst possible thing you can think mm-hmm. of. And that's what it is. So the people who worship, who believe in this Mithraic type, I don't know. I don't even know who they worship, but mm-hmm. um, it's basic. It's, I think it's a really bad portrayal of what they think probably Christianity might be. Mm-hmm. But they create an ark to leave Earth and go to a new planet. And then it's they send two robots. To get there. It's completely different. This atheist 
sends these two robots in a ship that can go faster with like uh, five, six, twelve, twelve. Okay. Um, eggs, basically fertilized eggs. And then they raise them on the planet. And it's, so mm-hmm. they're there on the planet for 10 years before the ark arrives. And, and, um, I don't know. It, it was, it's by Ridley Scott. I watched this Same first guy. episode when it first came out. Like I watched this, mm-hmm. this time last year. Got you. Yeah, that's about right. I wanted to watch it because I wanted to see what he, what his, what he thought about religion and, mm. and um, atheism and, um, it, I don't know. It was it's hard disturbing. for me to watch. It's disturbing, which is why I couldn't finish it. I got through the first six. I'm and man. Uh, I couldn't. I stopped the first episode. Well, I did, but then I went back and said, "I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try it." And I made it through six, and then I just yeah. quit. Um. Well, did so you? That's, that's hmm. Infomature, and that's on HBO Max. Uh, did I watch? Man, it, I don't know. I think that. Like a couple hypotheses I had about it. I think the planet that they're at is hostile. Oh, I think definitely. I think they're on a host. Something's wrong with the planet. Well, yeah, because all of the children. All of the children slowly started to die. Except for one, the one who barely, who struggled to survive at the very beginning. Yeah. Yes. And you come to find out why that is. Okay. Why? Later tell on. Me, tell me. Spoil me. You want me to tell, tell me? Yeah, Spoiler. tell me. Spoiler. Um, the things they were growing, the. Are they once poison? you picked it, once you picked it, the seed inside started to decay and produce radioactivity. So they were all being radi- slowly poisoned. radiation poisoning. But they didn't know it because when they would check to see if the plant was good, the plant was good until it was picked. And so you got to just reason, cut it off immediately? Well, no. They, they, they're trying something different. But I turned it. I quit watching it. So there are creatures that live there too that look like the, de-evolved humans. They're petrifying looking. Yeah. So like they have giant skulls. Yeah. So they, the interesting, I'm surprised that you chose to watch that. I, yeah, it was, it was interesting. It's interesting. I thought I would give it a try just because I wanted to see what their thoughts were on. I guess I'm not so surprised. You've been really enjoying the like sci-fi E alternate. I watched the last. Yeah. You finished foundation. Foundation. It was was really good. So that Um, makes sense. Not, yeah. It's not, it's not foundation, but it's an excellent sci-fi film. It's an excellent sci-fi. <laughs> That's what uh, you keep show. saying. Yeah, now I got to wait until next season. They're over. So I started binging a new show that came out okay, on what is it? this week. Cowboy Bebop. Live hey, Action. are you enjoying it? I've heard mixed reviews. Okay, so it is it is infirmature. There is um, violence, cussing, mm. and nudity. Okay. 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 Um. So I got through the first three episodes. I'm on episode four. Are they good? Um, I yeah, really good. And the music is fantastic. If anything, just listen. Man, they, we're a sucker for Netflix, stuff like that. I don't understand this. First of all, Netflix puts the skip intro button down on the right hand side. Anybody that skips the intro to Cowboy Bebop should be punched in the nose. It's just as bad as Disney putting skip the credits button at the bottom of a Marvel movie. Man, I saw Who your face. That? I saw your Facebook post about that, and it made me giggle. I was like, what? Made me and somebody was like, I think if you push that, it jumps ahead to the skip scene. I'm like, who wants to make that chance? I don't want to chance that. So, yeah. I'm funny. I watched, yeah. So that's what, I'm, that's what I've been watching. There you Fun. Go. Awesome. That's cool. What's up, Hannah? What are we doing now? Uh, pull list. Okay. 
Yes, I, I have I have a story to tell you about pool lists and Give comic book stores. Um, I have a story to tell you too. We went to a new comic book store in Gallatin. Oh, neat! And it is really cool. It was really oh, cool. cool. It had like it had so it was it was really cool. Something that I especially loved about it is there was What's this the one of the part of the store, uh, Heroes Wanted. Heroes Wanted. That's a good name. Isn't that a good name? And they, they sell games and other stuff too. So it's mainly Funkos. it's mainly comics. Like they okay. do have some like cups and stuff like this. There are a couple things I really like about this store. They have prepackaged sets. So if oh, you yeah. wanted like. 10, like they had like 30 elf, like an elf quest spinoff comics for sale for like 40 bucks. Gotcha. You could buy them all. You could pick them up, buy them all. They're all right there. They had Stardust comics. Gotcha. They had all four of them. So like a mini series, they would have had one through 12. Yeah. Cool. Which I thought was really cool. That way you could just. Or like, or like maybe like, um, maybe they did the fist fist of Conchu and the Mm -hmm. Avengers run. They like had those. Yeah. You could buy like a mini run or buy like the entire run of a set or something like that, which I thought was really cool. And it was like discounted, like a discounted rate as well, which I thought was fun. Um, They had the section of the store and they had a kid's cartoon running and they had all these kid comics and they were lower to the ground. So like kids could go up and like look at the shelves and like pick things that they wanted. Gotcha. Which I thought was really fun. That is good because... And really cool. And while we were there, cool. like six kids came in, each with different groups of parents. And so like well, it was... good. It was really cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Because a lot of time, you know, it's hard to buy... You know, comics are expensive, first of all. Mm-hmm. I had a friend put on a, one of his posts. He was like, they say comics are expensive. And he showed the Time Magazine is a Spider-Man. Mm. And it's I guess they're doing it had Time magazine had cool. Spider Man and the the cover price was fourteen ninety nine, <laughs> and but I was like okay so it's fourteen ninety nine. Marvel is currently putting Spider Man out three times a month at a cover price of four dollars and ninety nine cents a book. You do the math. It's fourteen ninety seven for three Spider Man books, unless of course you have it on your pull list and they give you a discount. What is a pull list? A pull list. It, at this place, it's called a guardian box, and Ooh. yeah, and yeah, and if you have up to a certain number of titles, you get a certain percentage off. Exactly, most people uh, do. A pull list is um, out of the new titles that you're collecting. You'll give the local, the pr- proprietor of your local comic book shop, um, the b- books that you're collecting, and they will pull those from their inventory before placing them on the shelf. That way, you are sure to have the books that you want saved for you. Exactly. So, Dad is going to go through his pull list for us. He is going to tell us um, two Marvel, two DC. Two independents and his book of the week that he has pulled over the past week, couple weeks. What are you feeling? Well, here's the deal. So this week, um, my local comic shop, Heroes Realm in Lexington, mm. they didn't get their um, independent titles until Friday. Mm. So that happened. yeah, the guy at this comic was telling us that too. So I didn't pick those up until until today. today. So I haven't had a chance to read them. Okay, no So big. what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to do two independent, two DC, and two Marvel from the last two weeks. I love that. I love that plan. And not necessarily give a book of the week. Okay, Although cool. Although my book of the week, if I had to choose for this week of the ones I've read so far, mm. would be Supergirl. Woman of Tomorrow. It's just fit. Woman of Tomorrow, issue five. That would have to be mine. Well, let's just dive into that. Okay. So, uh, 
I love the Supergirl book. It follows <laughs> this young girl whose dad was killed mm-hmm. and wonder and Supergirl is helping her track this guy down. So they track him down and they're what, Hannah? What? What happened to the dog? We still don't know yet. So dad. Dad. Know. In the first issue, no. I think, we don't know. So no. okay. what happens is um, they they catch up with the guy. Well, the guy, the only thing that really bothers the super family is magic. He had traded all these people that he had killed for a magic spell that can transport someone anywhere you want to transport. No. So as they're battling, he transports uh, Supergirl and the young girl um, who is with her to a planet with a green sun. Guess what effect the green sun does? Bad stuff. Kryptonite. Bad. Kryptonite. Bad stuff. No power. Bad. No power makes her sick and almost kills you. And actually, she says that her cousin, Kal-El, was sent here and he stayed there for 45 minutes. And it was the worst that he ever felt, even, even, even after he was killed by Doomsday. So she has to stay on the planet for 10 hours until the sun sets. And it's filled with, it was like a planet created just to destroy Superman. So it's got all these like monsters on it. So the young girl has to sort of protect her. And um, Yikes. Yeah, so it was cool. really good. I really, I really enjoyed uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Um, so, like I said, I didn't get my uh, independent books until mm. this week. So I'm going to choose two independents from last week. I love that. One is a new issue from Boom Studios, um, and it's called "Regarding the Matter of Oswald's Body," and it has absolutely what you think it's about. It's uh, Oswald's body they think is missing. Um, so it, issue it one. Deals, yes. It deals with um, people being brought together. It is a JFK conspiracy book. Um, is it um, Department of Truth-esque? Um, not as creepy as Department of Truth. Okay. Um, it it's you, We say that because Oswald is like running the Department of Truth. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, no, not really. It's mm-hmm. The issue is, is that he's a group of people have been brought together and you think they're going to stage the death of the president or are they going to stop somebody from, I don't know. Um, it's really interesting. It's issue one. It's from boom studios. Odds are it'll be five to six issues. Cause that's usually what happens mm. with most of those. So I'm interested to see where that pull plays out. Mm. Um, one of my first um, issues or what, uh, one of my uh, D- Marvel issue is dark ages issue three. So this fall, this is by Tom Taylor, who I just love everything Tom Taylor does. I, I, I'm enjoying, which by the way, mm. I don't know if there's a big, if you heard the big stink with Superman, No, the Superman, the son, Kal-El, son of Superman. Mm. So, um, coming up in an issue, the house of L comic. Going, uh, oh yeah. No, he's, he likes boys. Well, he is, I think kisses a reporter or something of that nature. Yeah. So there's a big stink about all that, which is ridiculous. He's an alien anyway. So nobody thought it was weird when Superman, anyway, long story short. Um, so which by the way, Nightwing, who I love, which is also mm. by Tom Taylor, Tom Taylor is writing that book, the son of uh, Superman, Kyle, son cool. of Superman. There's going to be a crossover. Oh, of course there is. With Nightwing and I'm going to have to get them. So <laughs> uh, 
So because I always love Nightwing, it did you come do. out and it was good. But good. anyway, in Dark Ages, um, the story is uh, something happened in the center of the Earth. A creature led, uh, was destroying the Earth, and um, in issue one, Doctor Strange created a portal for another dimension that allowed a big, huge EMP to come through and shut down everything that works on electric. But he was killed, so it remains open, so there's nothing with electric. Okay? We've talked about that. You've talked yeah. about this so, before. So I'm, I'm remembering these, is, what you're saying. What happens in, is um, Apocalypse, which is one of the huge villains. Dun, dun. Wait, wait. He was it. You remember? Did you ever watch the uh, X-Men movie where the Apocalypse guy? Not really, but I know no. what you're talking about. So he is finding a way to capture this creature. And so he's like the villain of this story. Mm. And in order to do that, you have to be able to perform, to make, create such a huge thing of electricity, but there is no electricity. Oh, but there is, he creates a Faraday cage. Guess who he uses to power his Faraday cage? Who? Magneto, Magneto. So. Oh no. They that send, is bad. Um, that is not uh, good. The good, guy, the good guys, which is, believe it or not, Dr. Doom, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Black Panther, send a spy to go check it all out. They send Quicksilver, the super fast, you know. Yes. Um, but he sees that his dad, mm-hmm. uh, and just long enough for the purple man to infect him, and he comes back and attacks the group. And, so oh, Bad. Me, uh, it's going to be good. It's gonna, I love it. Um, last week, one of my mm. DC titles that I enjoyed was the last issue of Justice League Last Ride. Okay. Which, issue what? Um, issue seven. So that's it. It's over. The story is over. Um, this was the one, remember I told you that, um, the Martian Manhunter mm. died and yeah. Batman and Superman don't talk. Well, this resolves all of that. Oh, yay. And, um, so now it's- resolution. We do. And, uh, you know, it turns out good. They, bat, they defeat- the dark side and mm, and um, Martian Manhunter is alive somehow out there within the so In they the decide at the space. end that they're no longer Justice League International they're Justice League Interstellar or something like that so who knows what so, but the good thing is is that it's got a the cover um, the final cover has. Um, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Batman, Martian Manhunter, um, and two Green Lanterns. Cool. So, yeah. Awesome. I love that. Um, Three more, Dad. Independ- another independent came out last week called Where What's the Furthest Place from Here, which was so funny because I put this down as one of my books, and uh, I listed this is what I had that I thought were my favorites for the week, and Somebody, I said, what'd you guys get? And then they wrote theirs. And then somebody said, what's the furthest place from here? And I was like, then I went into this long discussion of what the book was all about. And the guy was like, uh, no, I was just meant I got that book too. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. I completely thought, oh, well, I'll explain it the best I can. <laughs> okay. Um, so who's it by? It's Image. Okay. Um, Image Issue Comics. one? Yeah. And it was like 80 pages for like five bucks. What? So it was a, it was a great deal. Yeah. Hey, um, we love and that. It's a it's one of those post apocalyptic where people don't live past to be a certain age, and um, one they're like gangs. They're they can't they're not supposed to go out at night. That's part of the rules. There's something going on in another land. 
outside of the city. There's cool. these weird looking creatures. Dope. Um, uh, yeah. And they like the, once you get to be so old, you, you, I don't know, you go crazy or something. I can't remember. But That's not good. But it has a lot to do with the music. Like, Makes me think of Logan's Run. Oh, yeah, a little bit. It does a little bit. I get that. I can see that. Um, but the the one gang is inside a record shop is where their thing is. And then Fun. when they, like, become who they're going to be, they choose their life's album. And that's – so think okay. about that, Anna. What would your life's album My be? life's album be – Yeah, this this girl picks one, and she said, this one right here, and it's a Hall Notes album. And he goes, do you even know who they are? And he goes, no, it just looks cool. I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like you'd have to do something like that. Like, if you sat there and thought about it too hard, I'd never pick one. Never pick your life's album. I know. What would it you be? You know what I mean? Like, it would have to I just know. be something where you just picked it. I know. It would be. Oh, well, and music in our family, Eliminator. man. Eliminator. Dress Man, maybe. No. Mine would be the Muppets. The intro to no, the Muppets. I already know what my walk-in song is. Oh, That's, same. And, and but I don't know. Yours is Mr. Bombastic. Ex- explain what a walk-in song is to all these people listening. <laughs> so in, our, I don't know. I was going to say in our family, but I don't think it's true. I just think it's me and you who has a. You, I think yeah. It's just us. I don't know. I don't know a walk-in song family. is a song that plays when you, not like at all in anywhere except in your head, yeah, but it plays when you when you, when you walk into a place and are like really feeling yourself. Like you're yeah. like you're like. Dressed up, Mr. or you're lava, like lava. really cute. Uh, hey Dad's is Mr. Bombastic. Mr. Bombast. Ooh, I can't say that Mr. word. Mr. Bombastic. Bombastic. And what is yours? Um, oh yeah, by yellow. <laughs> anyway, so uh, my book of the okay. week last okay. week was Venom issue one. Okay, which is the reason that we. Um, we're going to read the Venom comic book, but Venom now is a new, um, is this, okay. So is this your DC book or do you want me to count this as book of the week? No, this is just my Marvel. I don't have a book of the week. Remember? Oh, you're right. My book of this week would have been DC's, uh, Supergirl woman of tomorrow. My book of last week was Venom issue one. And let me tell you, they printed 7 million copies. You can probably go out there and get you one if you didn't get one. Okay. Um, this is by, uh, uh, Ewing, Al Ewing and Ram V. Oh, BT dubs. I'm ready. I, I, I tweeted, Hey, you guys reading the new venom? Did you see that? Or I tweeted that Uh new book by Al Ewing, Ram V and Brian Hitch. If not, you really should. And here's a mosaic of venom. If you need any, uh, any excuse or reason to, and it was liked by Ram V one of the, uh, writers of the comic. You need to add that to your um, my list of geek to your resume geek accomplishments. I know that was so cool. It's a um, geek accomplishment. I indeed. love the art. Brian Hitch's art is fantastic. That's so fun. This is a, an interesting story. So Venom now is a space god, basically god of all the symbiotes, mm-hmm. and his son has the Venom symbiote, but his dad's like. Um, who is his dad, Eddie Brock, is like, don't mess with, don't get hooked with it, whatever, anyway. 
So at the you follow the the son who's basically my dad's off in space being space god. I never see him. He doesn't come to me. He gets in trouble at school. He's mm-hmm. basically being left to fend for himself while his dad's out. You know, it's really pretty bad. Um, uh, and um, so what happens is Eddie Brock, who is the OG Venom, who we'll talk about when we go to do the, mm-hmm. the trade. Um, something is happening and like he gets pulled in and shown that he's going to be, he's going to die. This is what's going to happen. Oh no. You know, it's just going to happen. So he tries to go back to earth to rescue his son, mm. to tell his son something. Um, and his son, of course, combines with the symbiote and it's fantastic. It's, I cannot wait to see it's what happens. It's fantastic. Yeah. So Venom issue one. Um, okay. Collect it if you can. Creative team, which is Al Ewing, the guy who did Immortal Hawk. Oh, so you liked Immortal Hawk. I liked Immortal Hawk to sit down and read them all together. Immortal Hawk reading them as individual comics was, was hard. hard. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, one of our uh, listeners, yeah, Mark, uh, Mark said he, the Peter Gunn theme. There he goes. Every t- now, whenever he enters the uh, viewing or chat, I that's, will hear that's that what we hear. song in our head. We hear it. We're with you. <laughs> hey, girl. It's the lava lava. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about um, yeah. Hannah and I read the volume one of Venom. Yes. Um, which was the Donny Cates original. Is it called like Rex run. or something? Imperious <clears throat> Rex, maybe? Okay. No, okay. I don't, I don't know. Something. Don't Rex know. means king, right? It, it so, does. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Rex means um, king. I knew that. So, yeah, it's like the first five or six issues of his run. And actually, if you want to read volume two, it's available for free too. Oh, it is. On the cool. Kindle app. Cool. If you have um, Amazon Prime. Or Comixology Unlimited, I believe. Mm. Um, what'd you think, Hannah? I really enjoyed it. Be honest. No, I actually okay. really enjoyed it. It was weird. Because you've seen both the movies. So I you have, have I've seen uh, Venom and Carnage. And, and, I, and for full disclosure, I collected the comic book Marvel Secret Wars, where the black costume first appears, and I collected Spider-Man. So you like Venom. From issue 258 up through 330, 340. So I know all about Venom and Carnage um, mm. through the comics. Uh, did uh, Venom was a very bad, and they've now made him an anti-hero, basically. He's still not great. <clears throat> no, but... Um, so anyway, that's a little bit of Venom background. If you, you know who Venom is, if you're on this... Yeah, man. So Venom, is a, Venom is a symbiote from space who attaches himself to a host... And yeah. the, you have to be matched with the host well or it doesn't work. Gotcha. So what do you think of the comic book? I, I really liked the comic book. I thought it was interesting to hear about, like, where Venom came from. Mm-hmm. The guys with the, with the swirly faces were creepy as heck. Yeah, they were. Creepy as heck. And the wings, question mark? Venom has, like, bat wings now? Is like, a Which part is, dragon? So they introduced, they introduced a new character. Which is like a vampire. He's the god of the symbiotes, which is now. Venom. In this run, who Venom is now. Eddie Brock is now. 
Right. And man, he's Batman Pajama. So it was like he came from the Celestials. Did you catch that? He too? was before the Celestials because he was king of the abyss. And he was like, right. and then these gods came and all they could think was that the void needed to be filled and that they called it space and that it needed to be filled up with planets. And he's like, no, this is my void. He was, he was weird. And then they, and then they chucked him in. The and they chucked him to the abyss and the abyss is Which where is he where he wanted to be best. anyway. Yeah, it's where he lives best and grows. And he, you come to find out that this planet where all of these symbiotes are isn't a planet. It's, it's just, actually a jail. Yeah, it's a it's a symbiote jail where what they the are protecting the, the god guy. They're like swirling the around him. Mm-hmm. Swirling with the curly. Oh, Miles Morales. Man, he was he was like, this is so dumb. He's like, I'm yeah. gonna let you deal with this guy. I'm, I'm peace and love. I'm out of here. First, at the beginning, he was like all in, and then he's like, No, it's all right. It's cool. You do you. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna help you, and then he's like, No, I'm not. No, he didn't want to help him. He wanted to destroy him, right? Because mm-hmm. he killed. He hit. He, he had something to do with hurting some of his mm-hmm. family or something of that nature. And um, and then he's yeah, like, Okay, so, I'm gonna help you defeat this guy. And he's like, No, I'm not. I'm peace and love. Out of yeah, here for real, he real. Defeat him. So then you come to find out that that creature, Null, wasn't was, there really. He wasn't even there. It was so weird. Man, it was so yeah. weird. And that guy, the army guy that Eddie was talking to, isn't actually a guy at all, but is another symbiote. symbiote who's just pretending yeah. to be a guy. Weird. So uh, I thought this was really bizarre and hard to follow. Oh, 100. The way we're describing it is just very bad. We're doing a very bad job of describing this at all in a linear fashion. But it didn't, it was hard to follow linearly. As I thought well. it was. I it mean, just, I, it I think this is all around. One, I liked reading it all together. Because if I'd have had to wait each issue, it was hard. You'd have to I mean, The only way I could tell that there were the story ended was a big, huge picture of the next cover. Mm. Other than that, I was like, I don't know where I am. Um, but yeah, it would be one of thing that you'd have to like read all the previous issues before reading the new issue. Although, well, maybe not. I mean, they do a pretty good job of starting fresh, saying this is where I am, this is where I come from, everything, life is horrible, blah blah blah. <laughs> Um, you know, and he's not getting along with Venom, right? Mm-mm. And then, uh, you know, his Venom symbiote, basically, once he comes in contact with Null, just sh- sh- shrinks behind him. He's like, I ain't messing with this guy because he's the alpha, mm-hmm. right? And but then um, he combines with him. He com- Venom combines with the alpha and then becomes, like, strong again. Yeah. And he's like, now so, we know things. Yes. And you're stronger now, Eddie. And I'm like, you yes. are he weird, like, my guy. I love the art. Ryan Stegman's art's fantastic. And the story was really good. It was by Donny Cates. We like Donny Cates. Right. And it plays out literally for a hundred issues. This opening That's a hundred issues. It goes for a hundred issues. Not that. There are different things that happen. Dang. There's a war with Carnage, but blah blah blah. But um Shoot. And he's in space. For some time so it's not just all of that but to get the payoff from those happens at the end issue cool. 100 he defeats null and then that's the why in this new thing he's king of symbiotes that's why he's king of the symbiotes cool. but there's something else out there like the black saber you can only you can only win it if you kill some defeat someone in combat sort of like that little ball that the villain got in supergirl woman of tomorrow you had to kill 18 million people to get it they can make her go to the green planet. I thought that was a great idea. That story is so well written. 
I love that you enjoy it so much. This is the third time you've talked about it. And typically what happens when you find a story you really like, you just tell us about the first one and then you just keep enjoying it. But this Mm -hmm. is one that you keep mentioning over and over again, which means you really, really are enjoying it. I do. Because if you still collect Adventure Man. I thought Suicide Squad was good too. You still collect Adventure Man. You still collect Homesick Pilots. You still collect Department of Truth. Homesick Pilots is done. Done, done? For right now. They think they're going to make, they talked about possibly doing another miniseries. Another six issue run? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Adventure Man's coming out monthly now. It took a year for it to come back out, so. Yeah, I uh, I got um, a comic book um, calendar. They gave me a newspaper mm-hmm. at this place, and it has all of the books that are coming Did out. Did you get me one? Uh, you can have it. But do you know what I would do with it? What? I'd put it in a bag with a board after I looked at it, and then I would put it in with my – I have literally things that are that give me, like little posters and little cards. I bag and board them like I do comic books. Do you? slide them. Yeah. That's put so them cool. In my thing. Yeah, you I have can. a letter that was given to me. I, I wrote in to get a poster of a character called Amazing Man. And when was this? They, this was in the 80s, and they mailed it to me, and I still have the letter and everything. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. I um, don't – I think because we both – we were looking at the calendars because they were really cool, and so I think mm-hmm. I accidentally left it at Trevin's house, but I'll get it and give it to you. Better you can have it. Fine. What? Well, we, we just circled all over it. What if we did? You did not. No, we didn't. What? Like, it's a what? newspaper, Dad. It's a newspaper. I'm like, I'm like frozen in time, like going, no, but it's just like a newspaper. It's like I'm falling. Ah! What is it? Why, why can't we write on it? It's a newspaper. Anna, you don't do that. That's like, do you know, people used to get checklists for like cards and stickers back when I was a kid and they would, oh, I got that one. Check it off. I'm like, and do you know why checklists are so valuable now? That's why. Like literally, some checklists are like, "Oh, I need to complete my set." Anybody got a check? I got to look for a checklist where people ain't checked it off. Write it down. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> okay, so I do have to tell you that Trev now has, um, like, it's not official, but he has an unofficial pull list of the comics that we're trying to find. We oh, have officially fun. have the full run of Ruby. Okay. Because the seventh mm-hmm. issue came out and we purchased it. Gotcha. Um, and yeah. And so at this, at this comic store, that man I'm like loving right now, uh, it's 40% off, uh, back issues. Oh man. 40%. We'll have to go there. I need to take my, um, uh, fantastic four back issue list. Well, it's 40. Yeah, it's 40. I mean, it's like, they have like old ones too. And I think the old ones are like priced, but like the the back issues of the newer ones. And there's this, I'm not kidding. A wall of like 10. No, that's too high. Like 12 across and like four up of like boxes that you like pull out and like can flip through. And those are 40% off back issues. All right. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a, a journey. Sounds like a journey. It was fun. Okay, well, I'm gonna so, go back. I really loved loved it. It's a fun little. Hannah story. and I yes watched a new movie on Red Redbox, Red Net <laughs> Redflix, <laughs> Netflix called Red Notice. Yes, we did. Which stars uh, The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal, Gal Gadot, Gadot. Which, by the way, is produced or is is it's made under the banner of The Rock's. Production studio. Cool. Because I, I saw looked that it at was it directed like, by the guy who did Central Intelligence. 
that looked like the um, like the little logo looked. I said that looks rather Samoan, and then so then I pulled it up and I was like, "Yep, Dwayne. It's co-owned by uh, Dwayne Johnson." Cool. Um, give the lowdown. What is uh, so? Uh, this is PG thirteen, mm-hmm. and it is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Hannah, it is a. Um, We're going to spoil it, by the way. Oh, hundred percent rotten raspberry. Rotten raspberries. Um, we are, LOL, we are spoiling it. Um, so it is an, um, like a heist thriller film. I wouldn't call it thriller. It's a comedy. Heist adventure film. Heist comedy adventure film. Yeah. There you go. And it follows a cop and a con who. um, He's not a cop. I'm not a cop. He kept saying he wasn't a cop. What is he? He's a an art. He's a he's a BAU behavioral analysis unit FBI person who specializes in um, art thieves. Art thieves. Yeah. Whatever. You know, LOL. Because that's a thing. Okay. The entire time I was like, I get that art thief, like art thievery, like this is bad, and like that's not a good thing. But like, how much money do you think that they spent on trying to capture these people who are just stealing eggs? Like. Yeah. Like. A lot of money. Like, though, just, I it's don't. not, is it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> is it worth just it? Just let them have the eggs. Just maybe have that's the why, egg. Maybe that's why everybody lets everything be sold in the black market and nobody really goes to I'm like, price. just, it's fine. Just and, have the egg. Yeah. <laughs> Art, man. I mean, so here's what happens the thing. is, you got right, there are three Cleopatra, Cleopatra eggs. eggs, and only two of them are known to be in existence. And uh, one is lost. Mm. One is in an art museum. One is owned by, by this rich, creepy guy, the Egyptian guy. No, right? Oh no, 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 no! They're no. buying them for the Egyptian. Right. An arms dealer. Arms, one is yeah. by like a Russian arms dealer or something like that. And um, so this um, Egyptian wealthy person will offer how much money? I don't even remember. Three hundred million dollars. For all three eggs, so he can give them to his daughter. His daughter, who's her, named Cleopatra, for her as a wedding for her present. birthday. Wedding, wedding present. present. Wedding present. Sorry. See that that totally lost. <laughs> Does so, like I cared a lot about that part. Brian Reynolds is an art thief, and then the main art thief is called is the, the bishop. bishop, and she is Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, um, and um, so. The Rock tries to capture Ryan Reynolds, steal the egg. But then is framed by the bishop. Then is framed by the bishop. And then Ryan Reynolds and The Rock have to work together to, uh, and then hilarity ensues or whatever. Man, Ryan Reynolds, his one-liners are really good in this. They are, but it's They're really funny. It's becoming, this is one of my issues. It becomes, this seems like, is this all Ryan Reynolds can do? No, it's not all that he can do, but he's so good at it. So just let him he do it. Like, like The Rock. It. Like how many times did he just like straight get punched and just not move? Like that's just what The Rock does. Right. Yeah. And Gal Gadot did I some like, like fancy backflip fighting stuff because that's what she does. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean it wasn't, like it wasn't like movie? a great movie, but man, I enjoyed it. I did too. And it like it's not going to win another. any – it's not going to win any awards. Do you know what it reminded me of? What? Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, it had such Dirty Rotten Scoundrels vibes. For sure in, in it did. Way, it did. You're it right. It so reminded me like that. And um, the, the Jumanji, the, like, are you sure it was not Jumanji? Was Jeff Goldblum in it? 
You're right. Not Jumanji. No, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park. I'm saying Jumanji. Oh, yeah. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, because he says, he says, uh, it's David Attenborough. We're not supposed to goes, move. No, not that. But it was with Richard Attenborough. Are you sure it wasn't, it wasn't Jurassic Park? It wasn't Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Goes, is Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum in it? Oh, it He's was like, Jurassic Park. Oh, it was Park. Jurassic Park. <laughs> That, that was, was a good funny. one. That was, that a, was funny a, one. a scene where the bull, their their bull, a There's bull a, like a, is happening. They're running from a and bull. of course the rock gets hit by a bull. <laughs> he gets throat. hit by a bull yeah. and then just stands yeah. right so back. So Ryan Reynolds up. says, "Don't move, don't move." And he goes, "What do you mean, don't move?" He goes, "I saw this on a Richard Attenborough special. No, on a Nature special." And he goes, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, it was hosted by Richard Attenborough, which hilariously does do a, a not John Attenborough. Wait, I know I've got them all mixed up. Uh, man, anyway." The one Attenborough does do on Netflix has, um, and I've been watching it, um, uh, oh, Nature, nature Special. Docu- oh, I love that. Which I can't understand how he's like, he's got to be 120 <laughs> years old and he's out there and he's, I'm like, really? How can he get to these places? But anyway, <laughs> and he's like, no, it was with David Attenborough. Was Jeff Goldblum in it? Oh, it was oh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, it was Park. Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. That was really good. Oh, gosh. That was a really yeah. good part. Man, it was – the hijinks were just Downtown. so silly. That was – I hated that. Hated I that too. part. I was like – So the funny ah. thing was is that Ryan Reynolds knows where the last egg is, sort of, and they end up there, and it's like in this bunker where – okay, so there's a huge – Rolls Royce, like a Nazi Rolls Royce or something, it reminded me from the car that yes. the from Red hype Skull. that uh, Red Skull used. It looked just like that car, and um, they're like, "Oh, they drove it up in here," you know. And I'm like, "Really?" Because at the end of the chase, the car goes out of cave, like 300 feet up and from a waterfall. I'm like, "How did they drive that in there? They did not drive that car in there." I also. Man, what was the oh, shoot? Is the car, the, the car chase inside. Oh the- no! So I was, I, I, I watched this. Uh, Trev and I, we watched this, and he was like, "Never have both of us been like, oh yay, a Nazi symbol," until right now, because like they yeah. pull the thing and it's the Nazi symbol. And we're like, "Hey, they found it!" And it's like, "Oh, yeah. oh no, oh, <laughs> so yeah. bad, bad the feeling." La- the lost bunker. Ooh. That felt very um, uh, possible. Absolutely, and and it, it had a lot of the um, Nicolas Cage vibe. Oh, um, National Treasure. We oh, love National, National Treasure, Treasure vibe, vibe. and too, so. it it pulled from a lot of because I was reading a review about it. But if you think about it, so no matter the amount of money they they did, they got the eggs. Not only that, they re- they recovered all that art in Brazil. Well, no, because the other people, Interpol, found it. That's what I'm saying. Interpol got all of that too. Well, good for Interpol. Just mm, leave, yeah. like, man, how much the amount of money? I just that's what it made me think of. And the, I Can we do anything for art. We I like art, and I like going to art museums. Mm-hmm. I think I art is fun. Guy named Art, and perhaps don't spend fun. that much money following people around the world to get an egg. No. There you go. You could buy my mosaics for that much money. Yeah. I'd let you do it. I, I'll tell you what. Take a couple zeros off. I'd still let you do it. So, yeah. So, Red Notice, the reason it gets its title is because Red Notice is the highest uh, wanted rating with Interpol. And at the end of the movie. They all um, get Red Notices. They all click, click, three clicked. get Red Notice. Because, surprise, surprise, spoiler alert, 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson the Rock. is actually an art thief. Yeah, because there are two bishops on a chessboard and mm-hmm. a whole lot of pawns. See how it was did a that? good. That was, that was a good quote, Dad. That was a yeah, quote from Ryan, the movie. I, you knew Ryan Reynolds was going to show back up. You knew he was going to. Yeah. And Ed was Sheeran, it the raw pork? This is awful, Bree. That's raw pork. He's like <laughs> spits it out. And Ed Sheeran Ed is Sheeran trying to beat somebody up. up with his guitar. He's playing. This girl gets three hundred million dollars worth of eggs and freaks out because Ed Sheeran's Ed playing. Ed Sheeran's the there, and the dad's like, "This is so dumb." I thought that was hysterical. And then the um, Ed Sheeran's like, "I was on Game of Thrones." That's what got me. That's what got really? me. I mean, yeah, he he literally was on Game of Thrones for like ten minutes and played a song, and that was it. Oh, I. He's like, I was on Game of Thrones. I'm like, L O L. Hysterical. Did you see the the trailer that they did? It was Ryan Reynolds being interviewed by Andy oh, yes, Roadshow. Andy Roadshow. Hilarious. I did see that. That was For funny. He's like, yeah, I think this would value at $100 million. He's like, he's like, <laughs> it was hysterical. Was and he got interviewed by this guy. Man, it was funny. So I enjoyed the movie. Um, I will put it on in the background and let it run again. Um uh, it's definitely PG-13. Um, I, there's one big bad in it, which didn't need to happen, but they did it anyway. I mean, um, you're allowed to do one. Yeah, and they did it. Um, so, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Sure enough. I don't know about it. I thought yeah, it why was... Why is your shirt off? He's like, why did you, you take that guy takes his shirt off to torture Man. him? I was like, hmm, Yeah. I, I, man, again, I enjoyed it. It's not going to win any awards, and it's not going to, I don't and know if it's going to make a lot of money. Hopefully they'll make another one. It might be fun. Yeah, if they make another I, one, I I'll watch fun. it. I enjoyed it. I will too. Yeah. I but again, it's not it. the best movie I've seen. Right. Ghostbusters yeah. was better than it. Mm-hmm. I watched Dune again. It was better than Oh, it. Dune is so good. This is your last chance. It's going off HBO Max. Should I watch it? So. I might put it on today in the background. There you go. As I'm knitting. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give this three and a half eggs. Yeah, I, th- I think three and a half. Yeah, good enough that I'd watch it again, but not good enough that I'm like, oh, everybody needs to watch this. Yeah, although it was fun. It's, yeah. It, it's brainless. Not bad. Much. Um, I forgot to mention, did you see the trailer for the new movie Marry Me? No. J-Lo is a famous. Another rom-com? Uh, is J-Lo in a rom-com? Yes, it comes out Valentine's Day. What? She is like a famous musician, and her what? and her mu- famous musician, uh, pop star boyfriend, uh, they're engaged. They're going to exchange vows during this concert, and um, it's called the Marry Me Tour. And uh, so Owen Wilson, no, is um like no uh, one of his fr- his his one of his friends who's who's Sarah Silverman, you know, who was the voice of the little kid. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, she's funny, and and. And so Owen Wilson and his daughter, and so his friend's like, we got tickets, you got to come go. And he goes, I'm not going. And he's got, and his daughter's like, you need to go, you need to do something. So they go to this concert where she's going to get married. And Sarah Silverman has, you know how they make big signs. So they made a big marry me sign. She goes, hold on, I got to go to the bathroom or something. She hands him the marry me sign. Well, right before J-Lo, this is all in the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away. Right before J-Lo goes out, Everything's happening in the background. All the people are looking at things on their phones and everything. And he's it is, gone. He's cheated on her with oh, her no. assistant. Oh so, no! 
So ah. she comes up and she's like all teary. And she said, sometimes you just gotta, you know, you know, do whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, she looks out and he's holding that marry me sign. And she goes, she's like, yes, okay. I will. I will marry you. And then he's like, what? And next thing you know, he's up on stage. They get married. And it's him in her world. And, uh, Owen Wilson really and J-Lo. Cute. I'm dead really at Owen cute. Wilson and J-Lo. <clears throat> he's like, I don't even know who she is. She goes, so what are you, some super fan? And he's like, no, I'm not a fan. I mean, I am now, he says. <laughs> like, I am now. But yeah, it looks so cute. Is this coming? Is this going to be like a like a Netflix? Or is this like an out? No, no, no. I, it's out in the theaters. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Anna. yeah. Yes. And roll. Hey, friends, thanks for hanging with us. We're so glad to be back in uh, your earbuds. We've, we've missed you. Thanks mm-hmm. for we letting are. us have a little breaky poo. Your eyeballs and your earballs. We're glad to be with you. Hey, our intro music is created by Brockwell Nason. You can check him out anywhere you listen to music. Our art was created by Nate Turner. Hey, he did that in Microsoft Paint. What a multi-talented individual. We are thankful for him. Um, I edit and Dad, stop it. Dad's making faces at me as I'm doing this, you little nugget. Um, our intro. <laughs> you won't see that unless you watch it on YouTube. Our YouTube is maintained by dear old Big Pops himself, and I edit Woo-hoo. and upload our podcast. We are thankful that you are choosing to spend an hour with us, friends. We hope yeah, next week well. is um, Thanksgiving. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I have created my top list of comics and comic book moments and biggest letdowns. Maybe we might do a little. Podbean live for little, 20, 30 minutes. A little talky-talky on like a Wednesday, yeah. perhaps. Maybe. We'll see. Or on a Sounds Friday fun. or a Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey. Yeah, thankful guys. For, thankful for you, friends, yes, for hanging with us. Thank you so much. Um, um, hit us on up on the people. Twitter. Oh, yeah. Hit us up. I mean, I don't know how else to get a hold of us. Yeah. Or Facebook, you know I guess. Yeah. Or just, yeah, if you know us, send Discord. us a texty text. Or Instagram, if you know us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much for uh, playing along. And until next time, catch we'll you on the flippity flop. On the flippity flop. Bye. Bye.